Blog Talk Radio. Live from Washington, D.C., it's quintessential listening. Poetry Online Radio. Now, here's your host, Dr. Michael Anthony Ingram. Reland the earth that has become too small for us. Review the seas. They are receding from our sight. Re-up our mountains for another spell. Face it. We blew it. Rewind the wind-making clouds that we're choking to death. Regreen the woods in restitution for plutocratic golf greens. Return the rivers. They are juggernauts of junk. Renew our ancient nature covenant. One last second chance. Reland the earth that has become too small for us. Review the seas. They are receding from our sight. Re-up our mountains for another spell. Face it. We blew it. Rewind the wind-making clouds that we're choking to death. Regreen the woods in restitution for plutocratic golf greens. Return the rivers. They are juggernauts of junk. Renew our ancient nature's covenant. That poem, titled One Last Second Chance, is by our guest tonight, Dwayne Voorhees. Are you with me, Dwayne? I am, and thank you for that wonderful reading. Well, thank you for sharing it with me. It's a beautiful, beautiful work. A beautiful work. How are you tonight? Uh, I'm I'm just fine. Uh, me and COVID are not friends or anything, so just okay. hanging in there. All right, then. Well, let's begin this journey tonight with, with poems from your books, and I'm so excited that you're here. Please begin. All right. Well, I will start off with kind of a long uh, cycle of poems, I guess, uh, called Bush Babies. One, responsible parties. That's when the ravening lamb crashed in, unexpected as eclipse, welcome as the earthquake. Excited hair aflame, lashes wild and swirling, eyes stabbing madly outward, whirlwind incarnate, tumult trembling temple tiles, echoes upending chaos, our counting tables tumbled over, shivered to splinters of crucifix kindling. Crazy coins careering across courtyards, swift, random, Caesar's very sins. Air-piecing screams and panic, blood and shattered bone, eyes a-dangle. We scattered, gashes exploding along our cheeks and backs, gushing like rivers of red erupting after the suddenness of a desert rain. Fortunes lost. Lives akimbo, scarred, bereft, haphazardly dispatched to desperate morgues, medics, who knows where. Responsible parties must be prosecuted to law's full extent. Law's full extent. I was only minding my business, duly licensed, meeting the public need. 
the sun a yoke in over-easy clouds, morning mist just lifting with the day's exchange, my still lazy mind already drifting inexorably to the inevitable joyous night with fam, the famously exotic wife practicing her domesticity with loaves and fishes, the two strangely disparate daughters, lovers respectively of books and makeup, the miraculous happenstances of double helix acrobatics, confidently awaiting the predicted return to our house of ovens and myrrh. Just then, remote dive bomber, fundamentally insane, the dove started its strafing run. Two. 49th Isonzo. I can't blame the war for coming between us. I said, adventure's the blood of young manhood. You said, draw it then. Doc Bellum's constant prescription, leech at ready. I said, patriotism's a formula for a love that crosses the borders of the personal. You said, and war is its necessary antidote. I said, duty's the pole star of civilization. You said, warfare, it's magnetic opposite. And so it went, battle upon battle. Three, Iraq-Katrina kaleidoscope. Angry dark air, pink and oranging outside, banners in on headlines of tragedy, war, genocide. In Arthur MacArthur's granite shade, his slow-grade empire sword picketed by peacenik pigeons, old plaid men play chess, play chess, play chess, play chess for their lives. Stability checks liberty bleeding. Justice dies in passant. And headlines, black arts, wrestle my gentled soul to earth. But then enter Golden Wonder Sons, Blue Commandos, infiltrating the park, even as new mozzarella tourists wander cluelessly in. And teeter-totter boombox juniors skitter, zigzag across old decorums, untutored yet in the long division between war games and their play. These innocent alien alike to criticism and discipline. And improvised ivory and emerald and ruby and amethyst and sapphire devices explode, explode along the green and headline distracted, loses its hold. Oh, inconsolable morning, captured by its own good looks. Four, locks and boxes. Accords between meek and might are accordions, compressed and stretched, stung and tortured between locks and boxes to manufacture the din sequence, bands stumble past breaks and lost jams. Women are not alone in reading the omen. 
watching world serially unfold as locks and boxes. And so it goes with the innocent who humbly pray, break the logjam. Obstacles may or not be opportunities. Courage survives desertions by one's entourage. Watch the self in turn disrobe or arm more locks and boxes. So too it goes with the sinister who pommel, pray, and break the law. Five, angels, allies. Chicago exorcists of the curse of way. The children's choice seemed so simple and so clear to purge and burn the stench of their parents' sins as voyeurs in Johnson-Nixon's daisy chain. Even as terrorists of TV, blood, and horror entombed the country's slumbering shame and guilt beneath accumulations of mud and silt, they nurtured the nation's worst hotel murders. So whose side are you on? A binary pick, the side of the assassins or the martyrs. And which will you be, the muck or the water? Heedless moral passion or cowardly check. Dump the hump. Make love, not war. Get clean for Gene. Tune in. Drop out. Trust no one over 30. New, improved. Eliminate parents. Parental dirt. Alas, we knew not the problems in our genes. Six. I ask us, at which when did we become our parents, self-convinced once more of our own invincibilities, blood, bones, and blues? There's a border, we thought, between those anxious anxious of the bulls on the street and the bulls of the freight. So what then did the line get crossed? On some cryptic boiling point, our former arrogant innocence transmuted to ignorant inerrancy, and unappalled, we applaud our light's sad transformation into lightning bolts. So to fate's position we default. But in our prescient prehistoric youth, weren't we already angels' allies? Seven, swastikas, where? Which ones? I hide here in my private cellar, Ich bin der Helen Keller. Banners flapping in the wind, my ears at half-mast, ever banned from hearing the world's size. They do make handy pigs, though, in this square-boxed earth, to perch my lead spectacles upon, to keep all the winds from off my eyes, to keep out all the brightest lights, to keep my fingers finally free, two fingers clutching my testicles, two fingers pinching my penis closed, right thumb or plugging my anus, left hand chain linked across mouth, across nose, to keep the breath of wind inside, to keep from any reaching out of hands or breath or sound or mind into this our spectacle of hope or rage.
eight, rootedness. Some of us are rocket, some are rock. So how is stone decided? By heat, by pressure, dissolution, change. How then reassembled, ignited, launched by direction, determination, or what? Some of us are burden, some are bird. Who imposes liberty? Need we clothe our us in armor? Need we clothe our us in chains or disinvest safety altogether? Do we judge duty by utility? Weight? How divide pacifists from their fists? Some would suggest a scalpel. Our natures won't alter even with chainsaw. But when clenched missiles powder the earth and massy skies bring eagles down, I see us, spots in the carnage. Oh, carnations! Are you awake? Yes, I am. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. Please, please continue. This is great. All right. I thought I needed to take a break then, but this is fine. Okay. Okay. No, no, this is fine. Okay. All right, then. Just let me know. Okay. Uh, Deem not to name. Unanonymous assassin spots his mark, marks his hit, his king, his icon, his president, hits his mark, marks his spot, Dealey, Fords, Dakota, the Lorraine, Onan animates his action. Let's take a brief break, Dwayne. All right? All right. All right, we'll come back. All righty. Okay. Here we go. now 
managing to collect it. So even though I don't write regularly, over time it just really accumulates. Right. How many poems are in Love's autobiography? Well, I I don't know exactly. It's 100 plus. Okay. Okay. And then wow. the new book is is a gift God runs through these rooms, approximately the same number. So uh, I, I suppose between them, the you know two hundred and fifty or something like that. Two hundred and fifty. Wow, that's a lot of poems, Dwayne. To me, to me as someone who well, writes sparingly, that's a lot of poems. Yeah, I, well, I write sparingly too. I'm just old. <laughs> Well, with age, there is wisdom. And, and it takes a long time to write a good poem, most of the time. Even a real short what poem. Is a good poem? Uh, what is a good poem? What is a good in poem? effect, might take years to write. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so you would view a good poem as being what? Well, a good poem should be meaningful to the person who writes it. Maybe that's the most okay. important thing. But but hopefully it also strikes a chord with whoever comes across it. They can argue with it, say that's not right, or they can say, "Wow, I really love this poem," or "I wish I, you know, I, I wish I had this last night when I was trying to avert somebody breaking up with me." But but you know, it has some kind of it, it strikes some sort of quiver in their being. And and they want to read it again, and they want to milk it for everything it's worth. Oh, wow, I like that, to milk it for everything it's worth. I'd like to read one of your poems. Well, please. Another one of your poems. All right, this is called The Flowering Tree. How to arrange our meeting at my most auspicious time with all my prayer. For 500 years, I prayed for our romance. Buddha turned me into a tree, and I grew along all your paths. I stood in full bloom and sunlight, every flower clutching my desired seed. When you come near, will you pay me heed? My leaves flutter in waiting zeal, but you walk by without noticing me, my friend. No fallen petal, but a withered heart after G. Mohon. I'm sure I got that part wrong. <laughs> sure got well, the name I, I, I'm not Chinese either. Shi Morong is, is um, a woman who was born in China, and uh, when she was very young, she moved to Taiwan, and uh, she uh, is in her 70s, but she's a very, very well-known Chinese poet. So the flowering tree. Tell me more about this particular piece. Well, like I said, she she wrote it, not I. But uh, you know, it, it's it's all about desire. It's all about sacrificing oneself in order to achieve that desire, and then not being able to achieve it. And life goes on, but it's not not the life that. One had hoped it would be. Yes. I understand that. Please share some more of your work. All right. I will, thank you. Um, so this is Means. <laughs> 
The fire leads to the fear, like the blade to the blood. In an evolution of egg to age, fairy is to wayfarer, as sperm is to gene, as soldier is to orders. The woman at the Gestalt well, a tone imp ending at one, nowhere. Turned a new leaf in time for my fall. Fetal, fatal, we are the beat between. Eluded my shepherd and found my leopards. Therapy brings the blank within the rapist. Doorways of neighbors blocked by sabers. Getting every massage at the hands of misogynists. Piled driver process, piled river chaos, divide the warrant and the judge from the general and the warrant. Anano decides. Atone! Now! Here! This is Slumber O Slum. Dumpsters in back alleys huddle. Dumb, dank, dirty, dark, depressing, dull. Cinders carpet bomb the byways. Sin, hope, despair, righteousness number the quick among the lame. Numb the promise of identity and name. Humbler each season. Lost opportunities hum like the broken winds that accompany mumblers in their gutter, hookers and hawkers, preachers at their pulpit. Mums and gladiolas shine on windowsills. Shameless exhibitionists. Plique. A wrinkled river saunters by, the wrinkled infant in granny's eye. Wrinkled clouds, a wrinkled road, the unwrinkled youth they enfold. Oh, Lord, he prays, please smooth my way. The collared man ponders his fate. Fish-eye pedestrians processed like meat, butchered by shadows crossing the streets. And the collared man fondles his date, groping nights for some familiar shape. Why not invite Three-Finger Mary to play quick hands of sexual solitaire? Waiting for traffic lights to change in hell here on Tilt World in Universe Pinball. Who is there tonight to tint at windmills? President said that shadows don't lie, but who can see his shadow at night? And the collared man watches his wait. Once, who made fire was fried at the stake, and wheel mirror Wheelmaker stretched on the rack, and sail weavers made to walk the plank. 
our world's darkness, a new kind of flash, electrified with tasteless, touchless gas that weighs down like a new kind of mass. And the silence, a new form of scream, smothering the nights once thick with dreams. The collared man's sewed up at the seams. He who windowed the world exiled the wind. Skyscraper maker erased our sky. But icon crossing signs sigh, walk with light. Walk with light. My forefinger thumb probes protuberant spurs, a search for hidden tenderness. I work my way carefully up and hold the head with firm caress, stem it side to side, invoke its beauty's legend. Sudsy hands stretch upright, the cock, and then begin soft, pistonic strokes till concentration is complete. Then I dash the pecker with clear water and toss. Into the pit thuds the rooster. The unreflective mirrors of its eyes pierce implacably the depthlessness of the eyes of the other rooster. Their twin immobility holds the entire vicinity in breathless pause. The pair of rusted springs await fury's sudden unleash. Low, the low accountant dreams of snowy mountains untracked by human feet, streaming holy fountains, long plains of zooming wheat, gleaming gold-bright valleys, dreams of bold night sallies in strange and mythic wakes by cold lights, tallies deficits with his pen. What are all these noises? Be right back.
are back with Dwayne Voorhees. Dwayne, you're on the air. I thought we were back with Dwayne Voorhees. Technical problems, technical problems, technical problems. Hang in there with us, and we'll go to Holly's thing. And then RTD2 interrupted what was going on. I don't know. I, I guess he doesn't like poetry. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you're back. I don't know how many. Well, I'm glad I'm back to too. Why does this always happen with us? I know. <laughs> Dwayne has been with me many times on this program, and there's always some technical problem. <laughs> That's why we get along so well. We're like freaking frat. Yep. I get along fine All with right, people. It's just the technology that screws everything up. No. All right, my friend. Continue this journey. Please share some more of your work. Okay. How to become a sword swallower. One, first, you must tie a string to a piece of potato. You... You're tied to Superego's Gordian structures, crucifix, valentine, flag. These knots are ununtied, intricate, tight. Two, swallow the spud to train the throat. You've learned to swallow the many social lies. That faith supersedes reason. That true love lives forever that our honorable, honest, and able country is the extension and completion of ourselves. Three, pull up the potato backwards through the esophagus. Wretch, you will. Your prayers change nothing. Eternity turns mundane. Your limbs, life, and savings are all disposable in the national interest. Four, repeat, 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 till your tater retrieval is accomplished cleanly. Shatter all icons, decree that divorce, finalize your discharge. It will be honorable no matter what the document says. Five, congratulations. Now you can swallow a sword, or wield it, or fall upon it. Six, find a carnival, join the circus. Decease with no heaven, no passion, no patriotic medal. Suit for every season. One season for clubs. For spades, diamonds, hearts, one suit for every season, one card for every week in the year. Each suit has a baker's dozen. Stud poker is what we were dealt these cards for. Clubs for the living, spades for the dead, 
Diamonds for the rich ones, hearts for the poor. Hurry up and deal, we all said, and save the talk for later. Sailors and gamblers all die between decks, one suit for every season. The sailor yearns his day of shipwreck. The gambler plays for the losing. We're dealt such a salty game of poker. Here's the salt for the baker's bread and salt for the wet grave of the sailor. Just pass the salt, is what they said, and hold our meal till after. Lawyers salt their brief times away at court, one suit for every season. Boss just clubs and spades. They steal the divorced diamonds, bury hearts with reason. The dealer shuffles, and his hands go blur, and he passes the blacks and reds and fills our hands with clubs, spades, diamonds, hearts. Oh, just deal me wild cards, he said, and leave justice for others. One season for clubs, for spades, diamonds, hearts. One suit for every season. One card for every week in the year. Each suit has a baker's dozen. Stud poker is what we're dealt these cards for. Spades to the living. Hearts to the dead. Diamonds from the rich ones. Clubs on the poor. Just deal those cards, I said. I said we'll... Give fine speeches later. A laying on of hands. Though priests, freaks, and our parents raised us to be devout, we both strayed from the contact juggling we learned in youth. My brother hurried off to toss the caber. I remained a prestidigitator. My sibling can't keep a thing. He throws it all away. Flag, deeds, romance, title, badge, bankroll, Bible, posterity, a comfort future. The caber turns in air and ends in rude dirt. But bro just shrugs off the way he's been treated. Not I. Within illusions I've created, nothing escapes my good manipulator's palm. Concealment has proudly been my second name. Yes, we strayed from the contact juggling we'd been taught. Careful old circus graspings, not the only hold. The Southern Fires the fire below unjoins the sawyer from the wood. The fire above burns glaciers into floods. The fire in front unlocks the warrant from the sword, the warrior from the sword. The fires at the sides churn cities and rivers into mud. The fire behind unhooks the lawyer from the words, and the fire within turns forests into buds, and wine and air and egg into blood.
my Torquemada alas. They tormented me, they tortured me, they beat me morning and late. Some did it with their loving and some with their hate. They all filled my glasses with poison, infected the loaves I ate. Some did it with their loving and some with their hate. They blocked, they flagged, they unfriended me, they smoothed all my twists too straight. Some did it with their loving and some with their hate. But you, the venom that pained me most, the worst among all those thugs, never hurt me in hatred and never in love. Uh, that was after Heinrich Heine. Yes, that was beautiful. I was going to ask you to share with me more about that particular poem. Well, Heinrich Heine was uh, an, oh, a mid-19th century German-Jewish poet mm-hmm. and uh, uh, very much self-absorbed in his poetry. And, uh, you know, he wrote in a, in a pretty straightforward uh, format, um, in this case, just couplets and a repeating re- refrain. So he's kind of a simple yes. poet in a lot of ways, but his mm-hmm. content was not simple. Mm. Tokamata. Wow. Wow. That was very and, nice. Uh, very I, nice. I added the title. Uh, Torquemada, mm-hmm. of course, was one of the the infamous Spanish inquisitors, you know, yes. who who tortured people because they didn't exactly get their catechisms straight. Yes. Uh, what does being creative mean to you, Dwayne? Doesn't mean well, very creative to me. Doesn't it means mean meaning. It's it's it. Um, okay. It's finding. Something that that didn't exist before. It's giving a name to something. Um, a, a, a lot of times, it's just fooling around with the language, and, and hopefully coming up with some meaningful result. So it, it can mm. it can be playful and serious at the same time. Mm-hmm. I like that. Wow. You make me think, Dwayne. You always make me think. And that's a good thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's a always dangerous thing think. in today's world. <laughs> <laughs> well, with so much, so much is happening in the world, it's, it's good to be able to think and to be critical about different topics and just life in general. Would you like to take a brief Yes, break? it is. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Okay, all right then. We'll be right back, everybody.
We are back. My name is Michael Anthony Ingram. I'm here with my, one of my favorite guests, Dwayne Voorhees. The calling number is 646-787-1631 if you'd like to ask Dwayne a question. And, Dwayne, I'm turning the program back over to you. All right. Well, um, no following up on what we were just talking about, um, mm-hmm. I, I have a pair of poems here that, that might illuminate it somehow. So the first one is the poet, come, find me in some brick and vinyl inn when your soul is frozen in hard winter, lost in vast fastnesses of dark hinterland. I'm the one with Dirk and the violin. Look for me when you need swans or lions to lead you through strange, varied habitats of being. Saved, smitten, bereft, relieved, with pygmy verse uttered by a giant. And uh, here's another one. My reading. That actor-acrobat of language takes the stage. A cosmic light show of syntax, sound, and sense. Words well up like wisdom myth amidst the banal complexity of a world that walls itself off from any art truth that can't make a profit. Versus trumpet like blitzkrieg legionnaires and echo like feedback carillons of cacophony across the courtyards and cobblestones of corporate culture's cathedral. But the doors of Our Lady of St. Mammon stay shut and shuttered, her stainlessness shaken but unshattered. Stanzaic decibels build an infinite vibrato, insistent as midnight sirens, unheeded still by a wax-eared world that remains resolutely asleep to wonders it will not comprehend. And the reading ends. And in the silence, the cycle starts anew. Mean time. Tarot decks can't change their spots. They just relax until they're dealt. Lots cast by Rome's guards. Start with fool and hang a god, or end with world and find a fraud. News in type bears no promise, save of strike and headlined gore. These nameless infamous of our world take no more from us than what we give to whores. Lord, what a hooker time is. Ink of scribe has no memory unless petrified in blood and stone. History is the mystery of mud and bones. How many of me, me, me have died or grown since yesterday? 
Falling Away with the Fall, Keyboard Sky, V's of Geese, Taking Daylight South, My Time Here, Leaving Like Pond Wheel Singularities, Out Expanding to Dissipation, Green Going Gold and Red, Wind Rushed Across Browning Fields, Squirrels Waving Across Space, like breaststroke Olympians taking their heat. Change scurrying before all slows. Unhinged. Much to our moral consternation, we find ourselves caught between opportunity and ought. The crossover between temptation and trust needs no gate. An inner compass can keep us straight, or not. But how could we not be seekers when nothing is secure, or abandon all claims to longing since neither would be long? Big Bang. Infinite diamonds sparkle to death. Lax gamete sentries parade, rival gamete hordes advance. Stars enfold in all dimensions. Gametes storm gamete walls. Naked singularities expose. A single helmeted hero breaches the pellucid zone. Black holes swallow gravity whole. The singular hero seals the calcium gate, dooms his leckless fellows. Invisible silence reigns in time's pause behind the event horizon. Gametes merge, then cleave. Gravid blastulae enfold in all directions. A universe comes to be. The new eye comes into the world as, why, he looks just like Denny Dimwit, my aunt observes. Como, 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 como no? Yes, poets are godlings who add fingers on the feet, who abuse order like cops upon the beat, who abandon our good grammar's delight just to make what's left sound right. So I go and go alone. Como, 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 como no? I started out Mary begot, the stranger in Grandma's house. Maybe now she'll know that kids go in so much easier than they come out. While Mama took her clothes off on the drafty, dirty stage, out and back, I slept on top the labyrinthine coke machine, high in the middle and round on both ends, where I grew up, and the time I spent in various areas, in sterile, narrow Carolina, in Quebec chaotique, I guess I just have nothing in my past to look forward to. So, I go and go. Alone, alone. Como, 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 no.
in Korean, so they tell me. My name's a homonym for two lovers. But what is there about a name? Scholar of catastrophe, student of earthquake, the broken one on the wedding cake, among all the virgins assembled, the one who caught the bridal decay. Sometimes I do, sometimes wane. But what is there about a name? One almost had it all. Never a father, mom gone at six, God at ten, and friends undependable. By fourteen, he was abandoned by ambition, i.e. greed, i.e. rage, i.e. desire. And then by caution, then by expectation. All restraining order shed throughout adolescence. And so at 20, finally, the sage released his winged virginity, his last fettered vestige of convention, and thus, root and bootless, unworldly, God-free, the youth without hope, without remorse, poised on the ledge, readied himself, the world, his world, for the grasping, that turquoise marble. Well past his middle now, the weary cynic stays incomplete, unshuckable, a last aging snakeskin contains him yet, cuffs him to illusion, thwarts his liberty, Diamond innocence, alas, still clings, flinty integrity intact, dismal, inviolate. Dogs I been. Between not spring, not summer, soundtrack courtesy of bird chirps and distant insects, adolescent sun, past initial timidity, but untested tyranny tentative still, people in the park, some in shorts, some in sweaters, children greening themselves in the grass, some sort of toy chihuahua terrier mix of a lot of little and not much of large, Bounds across lawns, satellite dish ears heavenward, windshield wiper misbuilt in back, a quiver with boundless welcome, petunia tongue pinkly sampling the sprawlers, heedless of that other dog making its stately way through the same expanse of soil, oblivious to all those lesser beings in its presence, though each thinks itself the center and primary recipient of the awakening cosmos. Just as the feist ostentatiously lifts its back leg in a tree's proximity, the haughty dog hikes its own arrogant leg and pisses all eternity over the little dog's head before proceeding on its uncaring way with no backward glance at the wet why me? 
etched against a shivering muzzle. Springs and summers revolve, revolve, round the sun's rains and falls. Green kids, brown and pale, redden, fade. Park people wrinkle and perish. The canine aristocrat loses a foreleg to one hubristic auto, but otherwise surrenders little self-regard or aristocratic inattention, except when it's winter and the ground is ice and the amputee must balance on two pins, front and back, near the withered tree. Sometimes he slips, loses his grip, pisses all over himself, shakes it off, and dares the feist to smirk. To my daughter Gina on her graduation. And yet again, she stands a tippy-toe at the pinpoint. The sunny morn to one side, the other a thunderstorm. Girlish yesterdays lie athwart. How does the future go? Winter's not done yet, and the woman not yet come to clean up the heaps of cinders amid the splintered mounds of lint and flinders still littering the ground. There's treasure to unearth, though not all the dust is gold, and tomorrow's a plenty to dig. Sweaters, gloves, and rubber tires. Marriage may be patched sweaters and trivial unmatched gloves, a string of not quite enough even when strung together. May you ever love each other and ever deserve your love. Some days will seem a bother and others pass like puffs. Some you'll feel you will suffocate from life's ill weather. May you ever love each other and ever deserve your love. When the world seems a rubber tire, endless and black and tough, troubles below and above, circle, hurry, and hover, may you ever love each other and ever deserve your love. I'd like to read one of your poems. You'd like to be one of my poems? <laughs> no, to read one of your poems. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> and then we have time for two more from you. All right? All right. All right. This is called Passion for Life. I care not if my destination is reached, since I have courage to walk ahead regardless of the winds and rain. I care not if my love is reaped, since roses are my one passion, my address is brave and sincere. I care not if hostile winds and rains freeze me, since my horizon ahead is set. The world's shadow is behind me. I care not if the road's flat or straight, since I possess a passion for life I can never be caught off guard. After Wang Gozhen. 
I think that is yeah, so beautiful. Uh, yeah, Wong is is another <coughs> excuse me um, contemporary Chinese poet. Um, he he just died about five years ago, I guess, mm-hmm. seven years ago. Um, he was primarily a writer of children's verse, although it seems pretty sophisticated for children's verse. Yes. And uh, yeah. you know, he had lots of platitudes, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. One of his lines is, there's no mountain higher than man and no road longer than his feet. Mm. Wow. That's so... You know, I, I, I can see I can see where he would really appeal to the the youth and all of us. Yes, very much so. I agree. I agree. We have time for two more poems from you, Dwayne. And our all right. will be done. All right, sir. All right, here's a very short one. To return to innocence. Unread poets should surrender their shells. And hymens should ever remend, and diamonds should become forests again. The dead should unbury themselves. Mm. And this is Mistress Mine. She intrudes unbidden insistent and unamused am I as I anticipate the sleepless nights of groping, poking, stroking through darknesses and light, through darknesses and light, until satiated she abandons and emptied like a snakeskin, sucked grapeskin dry, anxiously I await her assignation. Be she succubus or be she muse matters not a whit. All right. Now that, <laughs> that was a very powerful one to end on. <laughs> well, I hope so. That, that's a, the idea, right? You... Uh, you should always end strong. <laughs> you, you know, I want to thank you again, as always, for being, again, one of my favorite guests. You're welcome here anytime. Anytime you want to come back, you're always welcome, Dwayne. Always welcome. I enjoy hearing your work. And I know that your books are available on Amazon.com. And, That's right. Uh, I'd like to say good night to you. Worldwide. Worldwide, and good night to our listening audience. Take care, everybody. Yeah, thank you for listening. All right, all right, all right. You have just listened to the quintessential listening poetry online radio podcast with your host, Dr. Michael Anthony Ingram. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. And make sure to catch our next episode. So, Mike, are you still there?